0: And through the hourglass
1: Today is the longest day of my
0: life
2: Welcome back to the longest days of our lives A 24 fan cast It is day 2 hour 16 And I am one of your co-hosts Jack Bauer superfan Mike
0: Cushing And I am another one of your co-hosts 24 newbie Curtis Perry And I am your third and final host Michael Howard Well fellas the bomb done went off It done It done go set up and off
3: Somebody set up.
2: It went boom. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the 11 p.m. hour. The <laughs> witch. <laughs> it didn't, it re- I even wrote down the fucking witching hour.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what hour is
1: it? <laughs>
2: Actually, you know what? Fuck it. No, the witching hour is midnight. So nope, we're not there yet. But we're getting.
3: We're, we 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 finish at the witching hour. P- right perhaps i always said what it was, was 4 a.m but anyway it's, i think it, it's actually like the witching minute is like isn't it 333 something like that and then, i thought it was eleven yeah. eleven.
0: i think we've been through this before i don't know you <laughs> fucking witches i <laughs> when is the witching hour the witching hour is between 3 and 4 a.m yeah there you the go witching hour devil's hour is a time of night associated with supernatural events
1: i that's How
2: can you just say the witching hour? is Just between three and four. I feel like like the witch witch time should be
3: like specific. Well, it's a witching hour. They get a whole hour. They get a whole. If they had a witch minute, I mean, I get that. Like you know, I I think it's three thirty three. But that's you know they should should have a whole hour to express themselves.
2: You need time. So apparently, it's because Christ died at three p.m. in the afternoon. So it's a mockery of that. So witches do their their horrible brewing at three a.m.
0: Mm, what happens on leap leap day or uh not leap <laughs> daylight savings time where they it's like witching time three? yeah oh man and it's Who like knows? oh it goes back to two again and what no if only. you're
2: a witch in arizona what are you gonna do oh, then? God, yeah. oh and sometimes soon yeah f- man indiana
3: in lots of countries florida is gonna it, be pretty messed up pretty soon and hey india's on like half time so they're like it's a like half an hour ahead so that's all kinds of fucked up it's gonna be a real a real witches brew out there, guys. A real mess. Question, what about them BC witches? What well, what were they doing? They had a witches' day. They always did it before the old JC showed up. I mean, I they f- wished it up. I, I'm pretty sure back in
2: in olden times, Curtis Druid times, if you will, it was just free range for for witches. Just, they just, were just mm-hmm. it was just, just witch, free
0: range witching. It was just witch time. Maybe it's three a.m. Yeah. like Greenwich Mean Time. And Which so, is like when. Well, I mean... Six hours? Yeah, so Six. it'd be like... That'd be like 9 p.m. here, so I'm right all the time, because I mean, it's always witching right. yeah, hour somewhere. It's witching hour somewhere, yeah, yeah. for sure. As Jimmy w- Witchit would say. Is Jimmy Buffett a witch? Ooh. Hmm? Hmm.
2: Think about... Or I he might be a warlock or something, but is he must he be some... He to, to chant with him.
0: All the time. Yeah. He is some yeah. practitioner of dark arts. Yeah, and he wants yeah, to take out, you to a warm area shirts. and waste yeah. away.
2: Hmm. Well, speaking of warm areas and wasting <laughs> away, we open up at 11 p.m. <laughs> and see a mushroom cloud billowing nice. over the Mojave Nailed Desert. It. And um, then we cut to uh, the CTU staff watching a mushroom cloud billow up from the ground on a night vision and also infrared satellite. And everyone there is silent, just staring at the screens and the monitors. And we see David Carrie Palmer makes a who weird is face. Carrie does make the first of many weird faces mm. in this yeah, episode. I didn't quite
0: read it. I was just like, is this Is this just an accident or is, is she trying she to tell us something? turned on
2: by the nuclear explosion? <laughs>
0: um, see, that's one of those things. You just never know until you see it. And then you're like, oops. It's tough, thing. When you, it's tough when you
2: walk into a fetish like that. Mm-hmm. Just like a once in a lifetime. Just like yep. Aw, oh, beans. <laughs> mm.
3: <laughs> Bob, are you touching yourself right now? I didn't know this was going to happen. Well, it's, it's probably my only on. chance. So.
2: I didn't plan for it, but God damn it, if I'm not going to take advantage <laughs> of it. Uh, and we cut to, to uh, President David Palmer, who is staring balefully out the window on the eastern side of Air Force One at the glowing cloud on the horizon and Lynn Kresge knocks on the door to his cabin and enters silently. And then we... Cut to Kim Bauer, who is sitting alone in the forest, sitting against a tree, hugging her knees as she sees that glow, same glow on the horizon, and then after a shockingly short amount of time, she gathers herself and stands up and stumbles to the side of the road, where she uh, sits on the curb and puts her head in her hands and cries, and then as she mourns her father,
0: what do we see? A Jack Flair party. Jack Flair party. Jack is, uh, he's throwing flares around trying to get that helicopter to come pick him up. And then when it finally does, there's some very odd music. And I was like, is this not CTU? Oh, oh, oh. hold on, you said finally does. It what? takes
2: 40 seconds for this helicopter yeah. to show up. Yeah. I
3: mean, it, that was quick. Yeah. Like
2: it took 40 minutes for Jack's plane to fly out there. <laughs> it he called for the helicopter to come pick him up 15 minutes ago. Well, the
0: helicopter could have been anywhere though. The plane had to be at the, the runway. Like they could have scrambled a helicopter from literally any other airfield between Norton Airfield and wherever it was going to crash. That's fair.
3: Yeah, he did call for the chopper while they were in the air to come follow the plane. Well, mm-hmm. it shows up immediately. Get the chopper to me. Nope. To Mm-mm. your
2: point, there is some like kind of solemn like piano music playing or something going on, and I I think it's just an homage to George Mason who is. For all we know, vaporized into billions of particles. Or
3: a superhero. Or
2: the superest of heroes. And this is now a different show. Which, hey, can I say I'd be okay with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we see Jack. He climbs into the helicopter who is going to... Uh, it's going to escort him back to the CTU station. For the first time since he left in hour two, after shooting... Uh, a suspect in the head and then cutting his head off. Mm. Mitchell Goran, I think his name was. I'm
0: going to need a, jacks, a jacks, Yeah, huh? Yeah, he did. Need he ax did axel, kill
2: that yeah. dude. So he hasn't been back since then. He mm-hmm. also helped kind of blow it up yep, in yep. hour three mm-hmm. or four. Um. So as he, as he climbs back into the helicopter for this by the way, very quick trip back to CTU. <laughs> um, he asks that the pilot alert Tony Almeida at CTU that he made it and to tell his daughter Kim that he's alive. And the crewman just says, well, radio transmissions are knocked out because of the blast and cell phones are, telephone towers are knocked down so you're just gonna have to wait until Ooh. we get there. And uh, the chopper flies off and we get a tiny clock at 11.05. Please take a drink.
3: By the way, just we're gonna be drinking a, a scotch in this
2: episode.
3: Just a little bit, and uh, I want to mention, by the way, I, I, this is the one time that Jack actually accepted that he couldn't contact Kim. Yeah, he was impressed. Oh, Nuke went off. Yeah, you guys are right. I'll just, I'll sit quietly. I'm gonna suck that one
2: up. Well, it's usually because every other time he just has... It's like he usually calls Kim, or in, in season one he called Terry. Whenever like there was any downtime. If he was in the car, like no matter what needed to be planned or if his mind was on another mission, like he would call Kim or Terry at any like moment possible. And this was just like, okay, well, no, we can't do it. Yeah. Phones are dead. I got it. Acceptable. <laughs> um So at CTU, we see Tony Almeida asking the staff to gather around and tells them that despite George Mason's heroic sacrifice and the fact that we saved millions of lives just now, we can't celebrate because we still have a lot of work to do. And um, the recording that they discovered in Ali's uh, apartment in the last episode uh, allegedly contains a conversation between three representatives of three Middle Eastern governments and Ali in Cyprus, arranging uh, for the delivery of the nuclear bomb that was just detonated in the Mojave Desert. And um, he this says is that is our... A, this is such a
0: buck wild set up right like right for th- for the heads of, s- of state of three different countries to meet face to face in cyprus a different country with right. a terrorist right. even that that's far-fetched like maybe you could have been like oh it's our diplomat or like some back channel communication but like the little the literal president doesn't carry out no. cia executions well, they, they said
3: high-ranking government officials not necessarily they kept saying heads that's sort of this, states.
2: This all seems, I mean, yeah, they, they've they've kind of fudged it a lot, which is weird, <laughs> weird. given this show's
0: attention to detail. Uh, but because uh, yeah. it was definitely people that though that have recordings and have done speeches because they're able to get voice recordings. The CIA doesn't send people to meet with, you know, the the people they're arming, you know, in Afghanistan. They don't send people who have been giving speeches. Like undercover dudes.
2: Right. Like the Secretary of State does not go meet with three other Secretary of State or Prime Ministers and be like, hey, we should like smuggle
0: Actually, no, they probably do. Uh, I mean,
3: we don't know, fam. I'm just our saying our no, this isn't, director this isn't the director went to meet with Kim Jong-un and didn't tell nobody. This isn't
0: like the the Malta conference, you know, where you have uh you know the, the presidents and prime ministers all together because
3: there's a fucking like declared war. I mean to be fair though, if you're gonna nuke America, how many do how many people do you want in the fucking loop? If I'm yeah. the head of state, I don't want to be in that loop at all. Because they're coming well, for me
0: first.
2: I mean unless you're you're deaf you're like in it though. I mean you also you don't trust any Curtis to your point, you don't trust anyone else to do it, and also like You're in it to win it. Like that's yeah. just
3: once you once you do it and they and they figure out it's you, you <laughs> you gotta you gotta, gotta want it, son. Mm-hmm. But what you gonna do otherwise? Weirdly, this seems
2: both far-fetched and also, like, kind of correct. Almost like the he- heads of state of three <laughs> foreign governments wouldn't smuggle Obama in the U.S. <laughs> I don't know. It's Also, weird.
0: it's weird because Syed Ali, we kind of keep alternating between, like, is he the big bad? Is he the head of the second wave? And if he's the head of second wave, like, the equivalent of, I don't know, Osama bin Laden or something, but then why is he in L.A.? and? planning on going up with the
3: bomb. Yeah, I never... Because he ain't no bitch. You know? He ain't go sit in the background and watch it get done. He going not do it himself. So Just like the heads of state. So <laughs> I never got the sense that Zayada Ali was like second
2: wave's like number one. I always thought he was like a lieutenant who just like was tasked with doing this big mission and went over there. Because um, even in the beginning, he just, he was a financier. He was never mm-hmm. like the mastermind of a plan. Um, so I I don't think he was necessarily like the guy I think he was just like the guy who got tasked with going to LA and dying as a martyr and also going to Cyprus and planning
0: everything sure well again he was the money man I'm just so saying he, if I plan everything like somebody else is is going to LA and dying again I'm, even, the like, cook, I'm the project manager When I'm the project
2: manager
3: I'm the scrum master I'm just here to get donuts exactly. and make sure everyone's on on task and then I'm getting hey, the fuck out hey 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 asshole there's more to it than that. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm not going in the die, yeah. friend. That's y'all's job. When I cook dinner, somebody else is cleaning up the dishes. Is all I'm saying. You damn, you damn right. I set the table. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Y'all eat. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit in the living room watching the game and drinking a bourbon. I'll see you
2: later. It's cool that you guys aren't single and you get to like pick and choose your
3: chores. That sounds fun. Um, I don't, Kush. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so... um.
2: Tony says, "I know you're all tired, but uh we have to focus on this recording and uh it's time to get back to work and as soon as he dismisses them, uh Agent Ayuda from Saly's home country, which is still unnamed,
0: approaches him and inquires' still, still not Afghanistan yes, totally." Um- not.
3: Here's the thing, though. Listening to, to to Agent IU to speak, I believe his home country is Britain.
0: Great Britain. The greatest of like, Britons. <laughs>
3: it could be, <laughs> like, dude's, India that that or is. some other British colony, former colony. Nah, nah, nah fam. It's, it's, it's the Brits coming after us. Well, I can't to believe it. To be fair, I was shocked to myself. A whole lot of folks, like, a lot of Indian nationals
2: do get, like, their families go to, like, Great Britain and go mm. to... British colleges, universities, and then go back to serve their home countries, So, uh,
3: dude's like in his late thirties. He, he's that accent that 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 that's ingrained. So you're yeah. saying
0: that one of the heads of state on this tape is definitely the Queen of England? Nah.
3: Oh yeah, you're right. That's a head of state. Shit. Yep.
0: Well, she's not doing anything else. She may as well be in Cyprus for a meeting. That, C- that's correct. the thing. Hey, if you're royalty <laughs> at this point and have mm-hmm. nothing to do other than just be, like,
2: TV fodder, why not get involved in plots that you can't enact?
3: It sounds... Yeah, it's perfect. Because, like... Oh, I'd, be in, I'd be in all the Bilderbergs. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I want to be in this cabal, bro. Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's like, <laughs> like, sitting, like sitting on I saw a Taco Bell board.
2: commercial, and was like, oh, bell Illuminati. Yeah, I want it on that, too. <laughs> I don't even I don't even care. That just sounds fun. Where do I bring the quesadillas? Yeah, God, I want that badly. Um, so, Ayuda asked Tony when I'll be able to report anything to my home country other than that I've been excluded from this investigation, which, got some balls on you, bud. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I mean, obviously he realizes, which he he says to Jack later in this episode, that I know I'm being excluded because whatever you guys have found implicates my country, and I'd like to know that if possible. Like, am I going to be arrested right now? (laughs) But yeah, like, obviously, yeah, you would. And uh, Tony, like, totally dead-eyed, just says... I'll tell you what I can when I can. And uh, you're just not authorized to be a part of any of this work. Uh, and he kind of sends him on his way. And uh, Carrie Turner arrives and uh, she asks, uh, you know, how she can help. And Tony says, well, Michelle Desler is interrogating Saita Ali and I need you to authenticate the recording of Saita Ali. And um, she agrees, although she appears confused that Michelle is interrogating Ali, And then we cut inside that interrogation room. <laughs> And see a very bloody side Ali tied to his chair. Um, and Michelle starts to play the uh, tape, the recording of him talking to the three <laughs> officials in Cyprus. And uh, it's in Arabic talking about how Ali will receive funds uh, through discuss channels and that what they're doing will change the world. And then Michelle stops the tape.
3: And what does Ali say? Go- tell, you know, he wants to know what he knows. Yeah. Right. And he says, tell He's me like, what you want you- me to say yeah. and I will say it. Right. Basically, like,
0: you know, clearly, clearly you're trying to get at something and you want something from me. And like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Just I'll say whatever the hell you want.
2: And so yeah. when he says that, Michelle reminds him that the interrogators <laughs> at Guantanamo have no function about being polite. And um, so what does he say to that?
3: What is the truth matter when you have this recording?
2: That ain't me.
0: <laughs> I never said that shit. Yeah, I was
3: like I was never, I was never, I wasn't, I was never even in Cyprus. Yeah, I never just spoke to April. any
0: of these man, men, yep. mans, and I, mean, uh, man. I was in Berlin, and not Cyprus on whatever day this is supposed to be, April fifth, April fifth. Yeah.
2: Um. So again, Michelle tries to intimidate him and says again, the the interrogators at Guantanamo will press him even harder, and Ali just says. I told you the truth about the nuke. Why would I lie about this? And Michelle's just like, well, you're obviously just trying to protect your country. And Sayada says, the bomb was a second wave operation only. I had never met these men. And Michelle Pierce, semi-convinced and walks out of the room. And we get a tiny clock at 1109. Please take a drink. And as she leaves, Tony walks into the briefing room and consults with some technicians about how they're coming on the recording. And an agent Gibson discusses with Tony about how they verify the recording and says that they have positive IDs on all three of the uh, heads of state and CYETLE, and that there are no splicing artifacts to indicate that the speech was tied together from different recordings. And um, this seems ridiculous, <laughs> even, <laughs> even just for this scene.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean... As someone who edits a podcast every week, it's not that hard to like make it sound like it all goes together. The thing is though, so I, we record get, our podcast in like literal forty five second snippets over the course of a week and then we mix them all together, and you guys <laughs> mm-hmm. have no idea you, you idiots have no
2: <laughs> clue <laughs> I think the the part that is like the dumbest was like so Tony was just like, so this couldn't have been doctored at all. Right. Yeah. And Gibson just like, <laughs> well, anything is theoretically possible, but uh, the best people in the world using the best equipment took about 10 minutes to confirm <laughs> right. that this is a genuine right. recording of genuine people having a genuine conversation in the
3: same room. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolute dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, re- I realize this is 2018, but uh, over 2002 at this point in time, but they've managed to create like, viewable, questionably real porn of celebrities these days using video that people can't tell from reality. So yeah.
2: Did you no. guys see that thing that uh uh Jordan Jordan Peel face? Jordan Peel made of Obama? Yeah. Like obviously it was his Obama impression as the yeah. locals, but like looks like Obama talking. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's been twenty minutes since they found this recording, like got the hard drive on it, like I don't think they've done any... No, but- don't
3: worry, guys. The best people at CTU, the same people that worked for a terrorist for five years, um, who then managed to murder Jack's wife, uh, they're, they're the best. Doing good. Yeah, no problem. I mean, the Everything amount of time it took them it. to
0: verify these recordings from four different people uh, to, like, complete certainty, it's about the same amount of time it takes them to, like, go through APHIS and Interpol for fingerprints. And, uh maybe a third of the
2: time it took to trace a phone call in season one. Yeah. So, you know, good times. Um, so just as Gibson says, no, he's definitely our dude. Uh, Michelle Dessler enters the room and, uh, conveys to Tony that despite Gibson saying this is 100% true, Sair Lee denies ever speaking to anyone on the recording and says that he was in Berlin when it was, when the recording allegedly took place. And, um, they go kind of go back and forth, and Tony just says, "Well, he just thinks his son is dead, and he's trying to save uh, the rest of his family." And Michelle says, "Well, I'm pretty sure I think it's worth investigating." And then, what happens after she
0: says that?
3: Carrie, don't stick her nose where it don't belong.
0: <laughs> Carrie sticks her nose where it doesn't belong a oh, lot wow, this episode.
3: Why are you? Why? Why are you even talking right now, Carrie? You know, yeah. there's that's the look Michelle gives her. Is the fuck, yeah, I don't think says, Carrie
2: did any work this episode other than watch <laughs> what other people were doing, correct? Every, I mean, every office has one, but it's like after anything happened in, in the CTU offices episode, they cut to Carrie like <laughs> looking through like her mesh desk wall. just like,
1: oh.
0: yeah, and then she tells Michelle, no offense, Michelle, but your experience as an interrogator is limited. So basically, whatever right. you think you th- thought is wrong i want
1: to
2: like interrogation of terrorists seems like a job you learn by doing like and like i don't think you get that many opportunities to interrogate someone who like smuggled a nuclear bomb
0: into the country like you'd hope not
2: yeah but it's just like i feel like you do it once you kind of do it like, you no know, one in
0: like, there has experience, except for Jack, maybe. No one's actually worked out in the field.
2: Like, Carrie certainly hasn't. Tony hasn't. Like, none of them. It was like, so far, Michelle's done pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's like saying, hey, guys, who here has experience uh, stopping and shooting at a Waffle House? Well, that one dude does, but the rest <laughs> of us don't, so I guess we'll give it a shot when it happens. <laughs> also, isn't the whole point was that this recording was made...
0: By Syed Ali to basically cover his ass. So if right. that was true, wouldn't he be like, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Like if you give me some kind of deal. Right. If this I is smuggled, recording. I, I specifically
2: I've, kept this on a hard drive just for me right. as an insurance policy. Yeah. And I'm yeah, going to
3: deny realize, it happened now. Yeah. he He believes that you still have his wife and other son at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. So, all he says is like, bleh? protect my family, and you can have whatever
0: <laughs> fuck information yeah. you want.
3: Um, but I do love that, you know, essentially Michelle tells her with her mouth, I got this, Carrie. <laughs> and with her eyes, tells Carrie to fuck right off. <laughs> and her whole face just says, fuck you. Get away from me, Carrie.
2: And I think Tony, with, you know, dreams of Michelle giving him, I'll fuck you eyes. Um mm-hmm. says I'll present both sides to President Palmer. He gets up and walks out. We get a tiny clock at eleven twelve. Please take a drink. And aboard
0: Air Force One, wait. Right, oh, I'm case- curious. I'm curious who Curtis trusts here. Yeah, actually, you know yeah. What me. side are we on? We're uh, we're actually. We, so we got we got Tony, right? He's mm-hmm. kind of playing the mediator. We got Carrie on one side. We got Michelle on the other side. Where
3: are you leaning? Tony Almeida has my love and trust. He shouldn't, but he does. Does <laughs> he? At the end of this episode. Hmm. He's never changed who he is. He does. We'll, we'll, get, no, there. we'll get there. No, we'll get No, we'll speak about it at the end of the episode. He's Tony. I at the end of this episode is the same dude he was in the first episode of this TV show. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Getting to his that. ass anyway. kicked by Jack. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, um, I'll trust neither one of them, Michelle or Carrie. Um, so you still think there's still the re- possibility
0: of a dueling moles situation where <sighs> well, they're rem- like?
3: I remember. I remember how much I didn't trust Alberta Green last last season and she seems to be the carry monologue. So uh. Well, hey, hey guys, here's the thing though. There are allegedly
2: three countries aligned in this plot to smuggle a, a bomb into America. You'd think to have absolute trust in each other, they would each want people infiltrated into the intelligence agencies. So we could have upwards of three individual mm. moles, possibly mm-hmm. four, because there is also a U.S. government cabal aligned yes. against David and CTU. Uh,
1: we could have you know four I,
2: moles. Curtis,
3: it's all moles. It's moles all the way <laughs> down. You know, oops, you know what I do oops, wish? Moles. <laughs> oops, I, do, moles. I, I, I do wish that one of them was a dude, because that would make it easy. Because outside of Roger Stanton, apparently nobody else, in, no other man in this government commits any other kind of, no, there's no other moles. They're all women. All the time. But hey, Curtis, all of I the dudes
0: outside of the government are all just murderous, terrible. crazy people. so...
3: Correct. Well, no, Curtis, they're, they're garbage. We do have it takes a woman to. And it makes sense. Only women can lie this much and do it properly. Did you forget about Roger Stanton? I, I said all the dudes except Roger Stanton in the government are. I heard something else. Are witless fools. Well, I do have uh, good news for you, Curtis. Mm hmm.
2: You have to wait like two episodes for it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, friend. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um. I, oh, goddamn it, I I don't trust I don't trust Michelle. Um, I like Michelle, but I don't trust her. That's fair. So that's go. the there you go. Hey, that's that's a sign of a good character.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so aboard Air Force One, Mike Novick, his chief of staff, informs David Palmer that the bomb went off and that there were no casualties except for the pilot, and we don't expect any immediate casualties. And despite knowing how much David cares for Jack Bauer. He does not deign to tell him nah. uh, that Jack removed himself from the plane ahead of time. And uh, Jack uh, David says, well, I'd like the opportunity to talk to Kim Bauer directly and tell her about her father's sacrifice. Please get him on the phone. Get her on the
3: phone, rather. And then Mike <laughs> is like,
2: oh, no, nah, fam. Nah. He's gone. good. Oh, shit. You
3: know your buddy? You Want to save your life like two times? And your family? Oh, he's fine. He's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry about that.
0: My bad. And, and then he feels- doesn't ask, like who the pilot actually was. He's just like, oh, cool, Jack isn't dead. Great. He just does like a, huh. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. he did oh, it again. That son yep. of a gun.
3: You know, one of the few human beings who can actually just call you out of the blue and just say, hey, what's up? Yeah, that that guy's fine. So, NBD, you're good. Yeah, which he does <laughs> later, and it all works. Like, yeah. Um.
2: So, Lynn Kresge walks in and informs Mike and David that CTU has called and said that the they've confirmed through authentication that the conf- the recording is real, and then she kind of offhandedly is just like, "Saeed Ali says it's not it's not true," but well, you know we don't he, believe
3: him.
0: He had to ask, like, was there anything yeah. else? And she's like, "Oh, by the way," so when Tony right. said he was going to present both sides, he e- either he was full of shit or Lynn's trying to hide something.
2: Right. Again, so. S- Curtis, how did you feel about this interaction? Because I felt it was it seemed a little suspicious on Lynn's side, unless Tony well, did not present both I haven't sides.
3: Trusted, I haven't trusted Lynn since that meeting with Cherry. So yep. Okay,
2: so your your Lindar is is beeping right now.
3: It is. It is pretty big. And I, I now I want to chuck the trouble. But anyway, move on. <laughs> God, I love you so much. Um <laughs> So this episode uh, brought to you by Lindor, <laughs> maybe one day.
2: So given the powerful evidence arrayed against these three countries, David has no chance or no choice but to say that he will retaliate against them. And um he gives an order to send a statement about the nuclear blast to the country. And then Which uh, is so,
0: fucking bonkers that they didn't they haven't said that anything earlier? about the fucking nuclear bomb that went off. Which as we found out later Everyone already knows about.
3: Yeah, uh, some yeah. I mean, Certain people saw, have they, connections. They saw the explosion.
0: It's some hard to miss wondering. a nuclear explosion, particularly yeah. when you have
2: radar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we'll find out in a second what happens. But so he also says he wants to call for an emergency session of Congress so he can ask for a formal declaration of war. Mm-hmm.
0: Which how quaint? How, how quaint? I just, how
3: quaint. <laughs> I just like I'm like yo yo fam. Just gonna just gonna start dub dub three no big deal yeah which is literally what roger Stanton wanted you to do in the first place. based on two hours
0: worth of research y- into this y- topic
2: y- <sighs> to be fair i mean like i mean obviously he has a choice but like i feel like this comes up later it's like the american people would demand some kind of response to funnily enough wasn't this wasn't this airing during the lead up to the iraq war we, I think we were already in Afghanistan when this was airing. Iraq War was '03, mm-hmm. yeah. So we were we were probably gearing up for it, but like we, it were definitely still in the like rah rah stage. Not yep, the all worked out real great. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to commercial at eleven fourteen. We come back at eleven eighteen, and at CTE, we see Tony Almeida walk over to Michelle, and he says that Michelle wants her report before it goes to the the Pentagon, and um. She's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then he asks her about the hostility between her and Carrie. And he's like, you know, she's right about you not being trained enough to oh. interrogate Sayyid Ali. Mm-hmm. And, that is um, the wrong thing to say. Yeah. I was like, Tony, no, come on, bro. Defo not getting any of that. And no. then Michelle still has, like, reasonable doubt about, like, Ali's confession and says it probably warrants further questioning. And Tony just says... Oh, don't worry. The folks at Guantanamo will take care of that. And like, it's got to be at least an eight-hour flight from LA to Cuba, right?
0: <sighs> yeah, also, the show will be over by then. Also, why? Just a touch. Why do we or think? Why America? do we think that like Guantanamo has the best interrogators? They don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, the best interrogators are probably out working somewhere, like covertly, CIA, Black around yeah, yeah around mm-hmm. the the world, not. At the CT base, everyone the knows. I
2: mean, clearly they're in Malaysia, season one, <laughs> exactly, with their bags of orange shoes tied around people's feet. I mean, it's just
0: like I don't, I don't like how I get why I guess because Guantanamo was a thing that no one had really like heard of outside of just government black site shit.
2: But like well, but- at this point, it wasn't even a thing though. Like it, it had yet to become like yep. that. Also, by right, the way, guys, all, of them,
3: all of them know that Jack's still alive. Just use Jack. Mm. Right. He just broke the
2: dude. <laughs> well, it's also, I mean, it's crazy. Michelle's the only one who realizes this. And, like, I mean, I think Tony, again, once Jack shows back up on the scene, like, he doesn't show up until the end of the episode. But, like, clearly convict- conflicted about Jack's, like, former position of authority and also mm-hmm. everyone's respect for Jack and his efficacy in the field. Like, Tony does not want Jack at CTU whatsoever. No. No, fam. mm Um. So after after Tony just says Guantanamo will take care of it, uh, Michelle's like, "Well, that'll be too late because we're again, going to war sh- like in five minutes. In five, I think four or five hours is the timetable we learned.
3: Six six hours, yeah. We can have it started in six hours.
2: So we cut to uh, Air Force One and David Palmer is meeting with the Joint Chiefs of Staff and General Bowden, who's aboard the plane, is uh, says that we can start a, a Initiate a rolling start with strikes, uh, surgical strikes and precision bombing uh, pretty much today. And then uh, it'll take about eight to ten weeks before we can
0: put boots on the ground. Which is bonkers to me. Really? A Does it really take that long?
3: War. No. Eight to ten weeks? I'd say eight to ten weeks to plan an assault that could lead to, I mean, to that would lessen casualties probably. But if we needed to get people on the ground, we could do it in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah. I mean, we did it pretty quick, I think, in <laughs> mm-hmm. Iraq.
3: And David well, just says, "Go for We did pretty fast. So, and David just says, "Well, um,
2: can we begin before I have to address the nation in six hours?" And uh,
3: Bowden just says, <laughs> "Sure, yeah, we'll blow some shit up. No problem, <laughs> can you bud." Imagine that. Hey, y'all. Just so you know, we've been blowing shit up for about a half an hour. <laughs> Nbd. Now you guys saw the bomb. I mean, that it's. Sucked. I mean, it's obviously a little bit different
2: than <laughs> like when uh, we killed Bin Laden. And Obama was just like,
3: "Hey y'all, <laughs> got him." I mean, that's just the that's just the smooth, ice cold motherfucker who sat in the you know the White House correspondence <laughs> Dinner, just like God, yeah. But really? Bowen, right. Bowden and he all did, of the, all
0: the Joint Chiefs, they kind of shoot each other a weird look when he says, "Can we have the like have this going within six hours?" Like almost like they were weren't expecting
3: it to be that soon. They were well, like, see, "Oh, sing as seeing as he still hasn't gotten the um the permission of Congress to declare war." <laughs> I'll yeah, probably oh, we were kind of oh, the Oh, how cute, Curtis! Oh, it's adorbs. <laughs> <laughs> adorbs. This was O two, guys. Adorbs. O two. We this haven't we haven't declared war on anything since nineteen forty one.
0: What about Kosovo and <sighs> Vietnam, Korea, <laughs> Yugoslavia, Panama, yeah. fuck Granada? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Grenada. I mean, I meant Grenada, not Panama. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we took over Panama and built that
3: canal? Fuck that canal. Yeah, no. Uh-huh. I don't know what you guys are talking about. We we declared war to South and, and under North Korea, right? So that was the fifties. So you lose. That did huh. we do Korea? I don't think. And, and Vietnam. How about that action?
2: Yeah. I don't yeah. know.
3: So since so the sixties. So whatever. You know. I mean. We do things our way. Yeah. Sure. Hashtag America. We did it. Um, any hoozles? Um, where am I? My notes is at? I think you're. I think you're. I think you're. Uh, I think you're getting back to old Jack boy showing up to the. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Here we go. But actually, no. Um, so nope. as David uh, says, oh that,
3: yes, the greatest phone call ever. I'm sorry. Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> Lynn gets a phone call on the desk and uh, takes it, and um, we learn that. Deputy Minister Barguti is on the line from again an unnamed country. Could be Canada. <laughs> Could be Canada for all we know. Um, and says, uh, "Hey, I know it's a bit late for word." So no. So she informs David that uh, he's on the phone, and David says, "Isn't it a bit late for words <laughs> since I'm about to invade his country?" And what does Lynn say to that? well he doesn't know that yeah <laughs> so and if you maybe talk to him, him he's,
0: he's he might know
2: yeah um <laughs> which is such a like david is at turned such like a savvy-ish like politician and then just like the dumbest man alive <laughs> just like
3: and like god this whole conversation is such like a passive-aggressive couple about to get divorced so hard
2: Right. it's I'm sorry, like
3: I'll let you read it off. Okay. Yeah. The it's minister perfect. Perfect.
2: says, you know, you have our our full support against second wave because our, our country has tried to capture side elite for years. And then he says, I understand you'll be under a great deal of pressure to respond to what happened, but I'm confident you'll have the strength to resist that pressure holy shit the balls on this dude to be like hey i know we our governments you know that our government supports this terrorist group Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we both know this terrorist group smuggled a nuclear bomb Mm -hmm. into your country and it detonated It did go off i'm sure you will officially not announce our unofficial affiliation with Mm -hmm, the terrorist mm -hmm. group and we'll be fine
0: huh i'm sure that you have the intestinal fortitude to not do something stupid you're not stupid are you
3: david you know our sand does not turn to the greatest uh glass you've ever seen so please do not send that fiery rain toward us i I don't we're gonna be good i don't like good friends good buddies And, and palmer says well you know we're
2: still in the evidence gathering stage so thanks for your good call appreciate that
0: um and uh you know thanks for your solidarity we're in the evidence gathering
3: stage, which will last for approximately five and a half more hours. Yeah. No, the the, the last thing that David says is is perfect. Hit it's me. Is the it. perfect end to a fight. Hit me. You'll hear from me soon. <laughs> with my bombs and shit.
2: <laughs> Do you think David like his next call was to like call like the Navy like submarines oh, yeah. off the coast yeah. of? uh... Yeah. Of India and be like, "Hey, can you like with sharpies draw like just my big nuts on the front of the Trident missile, please?"
3: Yeah, who got them Patriot, son. Yeah, send
1: them,
2: send them, <laughs> send them. <laughs> so we get a tiny clock at eleven twenty three, and uh, we see Senator Lee who is being carried out by attack teams so or towards the CTU exit to be transported to Guantanamo from LA, and um, Jack Bauer enters the building. And uh, we see I Ali get visibly upset and start cursing him for killing his son.
0: And uh, so fucked up that they haven't told him his son's not dead yet.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. I, I realized that in this scene. I'm like, oh, that's fucked.
0: Yeah, up. I didn't realize that's that he wrong. still didn't know. That's so. Oh man, that's that's bad.
2: I mean, yes, it is. <laughs> He's also a terrorist. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but you know,
0: I don't know, man. You got to treat people with humanity i guess and stuff
3: you ain't what? got to we're supposed to <laughs>
0: what you, you assholes like the last two
2: episodes were yelling i
0: don't know no look look i always get yelled at <laughs> for my sadistic tendencies on this show and so yeah, you
2: can't you can't walk those back i trying, trying
0: to trying to be a more a more caring C- and loving C- and be benevolent fair. and, okay, and no, ben- so benevolent, benevolent god to letting- the 24 universe
2: well, now you're advocating for letting a dude who, like, almost killed two million people have some peace of mind. Before Fish, he I'm goes only sadistic to prison. when
3: defending my kids, so... Huh. I'm consistent.
2: Yeah, my you're part. fine. No, Michael's, <laughs> Michael's the, the loose cannon maniac over there. <laughs> yeah, well, his
3: Leroy Jenkins ass would have killed everyone, so <laughs> no. Wow, card!
2: <laughs> yeah, why does he deserve any peace of mind? Not to be peace of goes mind, to, like, but
0: just a little bit of humanity. You're already sending him off to Guantanamo, which is like the worst fucking place in the world where he's going to get like tortured, we know. Because apparently
3: he now. was assigned to speak to Marie Warner for a long period of time. That's
2: not easy. Yeah. Well, no. to be fair, I guess he's already had his penance, so shit. <laughs> um, so, uh, as Caeli is escorted out through the doors, um, Jack runs into Tony Almeida, and Tony says, hey, I'm glad you're back. And uh, Jack uh, acknowledges that Tony has been promoted to director of CTU, and Tony's just like, yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> and can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. No, nah. no. None of us can. <laughs> and Jack just says, well, you're going to do great. And he just kind of walks off and leaves Tony to it. And uh, as he does, Tony gives Jack the telephone number of a San Jose Sheriff's officer who is waiting for Kim at Aunt
3: Carol's house, which is great. Um, Dude, Kim loves being near the sheriff's. It's always a sheriff you can call if you want to get to Kim. Well, um,
2: as we find out at the end of this episode, Kim again winds up in the proximity of uh, the police, which is great. Very close. Not close enough, but pretty close. Uh, so we get a tiny clock again. It is 11.24, and uh, please take a drink. We get a lot of tiny clocks in like a five-minute span here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jack puts on his jacket, and he walks to a a uh, desk to uh, call the police department. And as he's talking, Michelle Dessler hears his voice and looks up in shock to see Jack. And uh, as uh, Jack kind of gets stonewalled by the police department, he hangs up, and Michelle walks over and says... Hey, it's good to have you back. And despite Tony's brand
0: new leadership and their burgeoning romance, what does Michelle say to Jack? Ooh, I'm going to need you to help me go behind Tony's back and find out some information. And it might lead to you going rogue. She didn't say that, but we all knew it.
2: And so, Curtis, my only note here is all caps mole with three question marks.
3: Yeah, I mean, she looked real squirrely before she asked Jack that question. Um, And you're like, "What are you doing?" But and I, I do love the fact that that she tries to tell Jack, you know, if if we go through this action, there could be you know hundreds, thousands of of dead civilians, right? And military, and Jack's and, and Jack's and military, but Jack's face is all like, "But Kim does. <laughs> But but Kim Doe. Yeah, so here so, I'm, trying, I'm trying to call him a Kim real fast.
2: So here's so this is the best part. So the thing that breaks him out of the but Kim Doe uh mentality. So she says that I believe David Palmer is planning military action against uh these three countries on false information. Uh and I don't think I think Ali is telling the truth. And Jack says, like, I just want to talk to Kim. But <laughs> Michelle says, Well, Jack. You're the one who broke Ali before. You can read him better than anyone, including the people at Guantanamo. So if you question him before the transfer, I think you can get the information you need. Oh, she That's knows, right. man. That ego. She yeah, knows it. that Jack can't get... He can't step out of that laughing place. No.
0: Mm-mm. And especially the th- when you're praising him and how good he is. The
2: only thing he loves more than his horrible daughter... Is causing pain to people, <laughs> and being the best at it, and being the best at c- causing horrible pain. Yeah. So we get another tiny clock. And, and it's Carrie is watching.
0: Mm, she's yeah. So she's Carrie again looks it. up
2: between her 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 mesh desk and sees all this happening, and just looks again pretty squirrely. Mm-hmm. So we get another tiny clock. It's 11.30, 11.25. Sorry, please take a drink. We see some armed guards uh, at the back entrance to CTU. Uh, Agent Parker is signing a transfer document for uh, Lee, and they take him out, and he's led to a van, and then Jack rushes out of the back door, catches up to them, and says he wants to talk with the prisoner.
0: At the beginning of this season, Jack had literal zero authority related to CTU or law enforcement or the FBI or anything, right? Like, he was out the game. Yep. And mm-hmm. now he's just able to just hold hold up a prisoner transfer like I the mean, most Barbara wanted man in nuke
3: he just found a nuke and and tried to martyr himself blowing and it
2: up. And people know him though from like previously <laughs> I but guess, like he, but it even comes up later though like it, it, his lack of authority is like known like he says it someone else says it like <laughs> they know he has no like jurisdiction here
0: and they don't give a fuck they're like but you know jack though
2: i mean again so two things like curtis your point he did just stop a nuclear bomb and two like the only person who apparently doesn't really get that is tony
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and carrie (laughs) and carrie um like i mean there there was a day where someone didn't know a a certain person's name and the next day if you hit something in the sky and a dude came in your cockpit and said hey i'm sully sullenberger (laughs) <laughs> I know how to handle this for you. You'd be like, well, yeah, thanks, Ellie. I got that. Thank you. I'll take your advice.
2: You know, Curtis, what's the name of the Southwest pilot? <laughs> what's that?
3: What's the name of the Southwest pilot who landed the plane
2: after it blew Oh, up?
3: what was her name? Uh, Tammy Jo Schultz. Uh, I can't remember, but she is a hero. Yeah, she, she is. She calm, cool, and collected in the face of danger. Yeah. And I hope she is played by who? Mr. Tommaso Hank so? Wow, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> you can't get like someone cool. Man, in there? you nailed it, Some Tammy
0: lady? Jo Schultz. Tammy Jo Schultz, wow. i I did not think you would have it.
2: Damn it, Curtis. <gasps> yeah, you got it. Shit. How you like me? No, she. Knows you like I know she's
0: gonna get. She going be played by Meryl Streep, though, right?
3: Yeah, she, she should get the. Treatment. It's gonna be produced I mean, by
0: Tom Hanks, but yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm hoping for... Uh, you tried to catch me, Kush. Don't try to edit it out either. Don't
2: do I, it. I won't. I'm hoping for <laughs> Kate Blanchett, though. She deserves it. Mm. Blanchett action? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Okay, so back to the Sayada Lee action. Um, Jack walks up, and Michael, you finally get your moment of humanity. <laughs> so rather than rather than torturing inside Lee to get the
0: information he needs, what does he say to him? He tells him that he didn't really kill his son. We staged it. Yeah, we staged it. He's safe. Um, And
2: then he says something that Guantanamo Bay is not known for. You'll be able to call your family (laughs) and talk to them no matter how much you Oh I was going to say, you're going to get
0: applesauce? I don't know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And so he says, I just want to know if the Cypress
0: audio is true.
3: Nah, fam. Wait, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so he, he tells Jack that what he told the woman... Woman. The woman, Michelle, in this case, uh was was it. That's it. He did and Jack
2: clearly believes him. Yeah, well, Sirely's I mean, telling he's, the truth.
0: He's looked at this man before. In the mm-hmm. in the wind dead in the eyes and the windows to windows to his soul. Well, in this case, one eye because the the uh left eye of Sidaly <laughs> is done, just beating the, the shit by. and <laughs> closed
2: all the way up. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Um, so um Jack just
3: nods and says, Thank you and then now hold on before you get here kush yeah before you go to the next the next part of this scene i want everyone to remember that ctula damn it. clearly as exhibited in the last season and this season has a garage mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah an underground one
3: underground yeah. that can be utilized for such things as say prisoner future, transfer prisoner, prisoner transfer
0: yeah. for like one of the most wanted people in the world
3: yeah yeah so uh-huh. It's interesting, but go ahead, Kush. Tell us what happens next.
2: Well, I'm going to ask you. Um, we hear a sound in the <laughs> distance, approaching <laughs> rapidly, mm-hmm. like pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, would one of you, fine, fine gentlemen, care to tell me what that sound is?
3: Fucking Snooparufal.
2: <laughs> it's a subsonic it's a, that it's a bullet that enters Scyli's brain
3: pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got Snoop, y'all, and we've still never found. Creepy swordfish, bro. Snipefish. Yeah, old snipefish mm-hmm. is still out there. But yeah, Saeed takes one to the back of the noggin, and then Jack immediately starts yelling to everybody that there's a sniper. <laughs> Which I think that the rest of the team should be able to acknowledge by the fact that the guy they were transporting um got shot in the back. Of the holy head. shit! His head. A
0: bullet just exploded out of the back of this guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had an exploding bullet in his brain. What, it was crazy. What happened? <laughs> I will say so I'm looking it up a little bit.
2: So we hear the bullet a second or so before it presents itself out the backside of Sidaly's head. I don't yeah. mean, I don't know how many like subsonic sniper rifles there really are. Mm-hmm. Like I think most of them deliver I'ma go with none. <laughs> I'm finding there's at least one the VKS. It's a uh, Russian straight bull, straight bull is. bull action uh, magazine mm. fed sniper rifle. The
0: Russians, you say?
2: But uh, yeah, it's not it's not common. So like, I'm sure this was just a thing. Of course, it him. wasn't common. He's a conscious rapper. How dare you? Okay. Like, <laughs> he did some work in John Wick too. I'll say that much. But Came again, you're right. Shit, but he he did it <laughs> up front. It made sure you knew it was him face um, to face so cyan ali's head flings back from a single single shot to his skull and he falls down super dead and then um jack kind of pulls an agent back against the van that they were uh
0: leading cyan ali to and tells him to contact ctu <laughs> <see to you laughs> and says he grabs him like he's about to the guy's about to go out there to grab ali and he just pulls him back to to where they're standing undercover and he says get back here he's dead and he just gives him like the this, like the biggest side eye that'd be like, look at this motherfucker. Like, yeah. clearly he's dead. He got hit in the head with a sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you gonna
3: go? We we all know he's dead, bro. I'll say good. you he did.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna run through some stuff because we're uh we're a little bit behind here. But we come back from a commercial at eleven thirty one and um we see Jack and Tony discussing uh Curtis to your point why the CTU back entrance was covered by a uh, sniper. And um, forensics are covering Ali's body. And Tony asks how anyone knew CTU was even moving Ali. And Jack says, well, since you told literally every intelligence agency (laughs) on the planet, they all knew about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tony just says, well, it must have been one of the three Arabic countries uh, that were on the Cyprus tape, which... Tony's
0: pretty racist. Yeah, there's a there's a secret sniper from a different country who just happened to be right on top of CTU and has some kind of intelligence into our our operation here to know when this guy's being moved. This again, despite
2: knowing that there was an American military organization that was actively trying to stop them from finding the bomb, Mm -hmm. has already tried to shoot down or already did shoot down Jack's plane. Mm -hmm. uh, And at least one of them is still alive. Yep. Like totally Those Patriots.
3: Like, the, Those the Patriots you're talking about right yes,
2: now. Yes, the, the Patriots. Tom Brady and the Patriots. So <laughs> it must be the Tom Arabic Brady would have never that been
0: able be. to hit him
3: in the head from that far. <laughs> if he would have come back towards him. Or if he was very short and white. Well, Sorry, I had to say well, it. Well, no, I, um... He could have been big and white like Kronk. <laughs> actually no sorry I was gonna say I thought we were in the,
2: the fourth quarter of the show but we're not no. so
3: yeah you're right he couldn't hit shit. <laughs> um so, he'd gotten he got tackled before he got show. never
0: count out sniper rifle Tom <laughs> so <laughs> so Jack says I don't know
2: I'm kind of starting to believe that Ali uh, was telling the truth and he was killed because of what he knew and uh, Tony can't believe it and says oh you've been talking to Michelle huh <laughs> what are you gonna believe her and Lee over every expert we have? And
0: kind of Jack's thing, uh, though.
3: Y- yeah, fam. Here, like, here's the thing. And I know it's I know it's a conspiracy theory, but if you watch anything about the JFK assassination, it's real weird that Oswald got killed like the next day by a random bar owner in Houston mm-hmm. or Dallas. Sorry, that it, it's suspicious. Be so. Yeah. yeah, the dude we Jack have Ruby's got ties, tar- man. He's got ties. That's all I'm saying. A, like, like if we'd have gotten to Bin Laden and somebody shot him in the back of the head before we could talk to him, I'd be like, wait, what the fuck? What just happened,
2: Curtis? <laughs> but we your, did uh, shoot
0: him right in the front of the head before we could talk. We to him. We shot
3: him first, Curtis. So what's what what your Reddit
2: profile name? I gotta check your Clinton <laughs> posts.
3: <laughs> 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 it's it's uh, it's it's pizza <laughs> slash GamerGate slash SJW slash MRa at, at, slash at blm dot com. Fair, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're friends you can't with tell cool. where I'm coming from, can you? Um,
2: So, uh, Jack just kind of tells Tony, he's like, hey, I get, you know, you're under the gun here, but, you know, your job is to give President Palmer all the information he needs to make an informed decision, and if there's even a chance that this recording was fabricated, you have the responsibility. And mm. as soon as Jack says the word responsibility... Tony does not handle that well.
3: No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to. He
2: says, oh, you're going to lecture me on responsibility, Jack? We <laughs> both know how you work. <laughs> you consider it going against the grain some kind of virtue. It's like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate everything you did today, but we don't need your help. I think it's time you went and got your daughter. Damn, no. Yeah. And uh, Jack's just like,
0: yeah, okay. I
3: mean, and he's he turns, right, though. He's right. He is. He really is. Jack broke all the rules. He all broke the all the rules just right, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, so Jack leaves, and Tony takes a call from Agent Parker. We get a tiny clock at 11.34. And uh, in a kind of desolate area, we see Kim Bauer walking to a liquor store, uh, which is locked, but she sees a payphone, and as she goes to call someone, all the lines are busy, and we see the owner kind of walk up behind her, and uh, Kim just says, I just need to use the bathroom, can you let me in, and he, Frank Davies is the owner, he lets her in the store, and then ominously locks the door behind them and then we see david palmer continue his briefing with the joint chiefs and uh general bowden predicts that no no more than a dozen people will die in the initial bombing campaign
3: i'm sorry what's his his real name general bowden general what i forget his first name it's general hank (laughs) go for it general (laughs) hank is it really hank bowden no, it's just that just it, it's Hank. It's okay. Hank, y'all from Breaking Bad. Hey, Hank okay, yeah, okay. It's Hank. I, I was gonna say, it's, yeah, never mind. Hey, so Co- it's Hank, <laughs> You're, I don't know if his name was Hank Bounded now, but I'm just gonna, like a General Hank. You remember, that's, that's you general, remember
0: yeah. when on at the end of Tilt, I said yes. that this episode had the most ridiculously outdated thing out of anything in the show so far. I did. I do remember that. I it was is, curious. It that, happens buddy? in this scene. Okay. okay, go for it, buddy. Hit me with it. Colonel Hank, General Hank, he well, says. Then. They asked him for casualty estimates during the ground assault, and he says <laughs> <I'm not> gonna- <laughs> simultaneous ground assault against three countries, lasting approximately five weeks, will result in ten to thirty thousand American casualties. Now, three countries were going to invade simultaneously on the ground, True. and it is going to in- take five. Five and, whole weeks, friend. And win. Yeah, we're gonna weeks. win in five weeks against three probably very <laughs> large countries. Yep. Oh boy. How and that have must been
1: have been a, a buckwild thing
3: to say even before it, we invaded Iraq. Right. Like you do know it gets better, right though, Michael? <laughs> the next part of that for next part of the yeah, oh qu- yeah, uh, yeah.
0: If China and Russia join against us, there is no upper limit. But that's a very, very small possibility.
3: Well here's the thing though. Um, there is an upper limit, and it is the size of the U.S. military. <laughs> it is. That's the upper limit. I don't understand how they don't get that. Like, it is everybody. Um, Earthang? Yeah. All the people. All the, all man. the things. The upper limit them. is so, the
2: amount of peoples. <laughs> it's all the mans we have, <laughs> and then all the mans we can get, and all the
3: lady mans we can get. All the yeah. peoples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't call me, y'all. I'm just gonna go to Canada. I'm out. <laughs> they'll find you there. I'm yeah, they'll part. get you.
2: And, um... As as Bowden is blabbing on and on about casualty reports, uh, Lynn gets a, a phone call, uh, and we learn that it's for the president, and uh, who is it? Jack. Jack Jackson with, with his nearly direct line to the president. We got a tiny clock at 1136, and uh, Jack Palmer picks up the phone. He's super glad to hear Jack's alive, but it says, I'm a little busy planning <laughs> the invasion of the middle east right Uh now Um, (laughs) all
0: of it oh the whole
2: thing the whole (laughs) shebanger and jack just says um well it's kind of important i think that Ali was assassinated oh by the way he was assassinated just now um and i think it was because the cypress audio is not genuine and uh, he says that Ali, Ali says that he was in Berlin and someone is likely manipulating David into the exact military action that Jack suspects he's about to take. Which, oh, God. Palmer yeah. like, seems a little receptive to the idea that there was a forgery. But despite knowing <laughs> that there is a literal military cabal aligned against <laughs> him and
3: his government, says... He has the greatest. This is the greatest political line. Yeah, go for you it. You can make that Say our current it. politicians probably cannot make. But this is fantastic. He says, "I don't want to initiate a military action based on erroneous information, but I can't stop it based on conjecture."
0: Do I know? Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah. You're the uh, fucking press, though. Yeah. So
0: you <laughs> don't want to do it based on
3: bad information and. Yeah, but all I, I all I wrote uh, next to this note was, um, "How about this yellow cake, though?" <laughs> they got it. I'm relatively yeah, certain my reason. Cake,
2: for, I'm relatively certain my reason for going to war is a lie, but I can't stop it on something that is probably true but can't be proven. Yeah, correct. Horseshit. Yagsers. Um <laughs> Cool. So, David is skeptical, but um, says. Well, Jack. Basically, you have up until the time the bombers release their payload in five hours. Uh, so, if you if there's evidence to be found, you better find it quick. And um, <laughs> Jack says, "Yeah, okay, cool. I'm on it." So, and would the, you say that I, Jack
0: is running out
3: of time
2: to get this done? He, unbeknownst to him and us, he has been the entire time. Mm.
3: You guys, I love that season two of twenty four is laid out. Like a perfect video game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you had to you had to get Jack up out of his apartment, get him to CTU. Then he had you had to, to relearn get him, how you had to do things. You had to get him back to those terrorists that he knew before. This is his tutorial mission. To, dude, right? he, no, Curtis, no right. joke, though. He actually had to, like, choose his, like... <laughs> Grooming presentation, <laughs> like it's like,
2: uh oh, no, had a beard. Now I don't like that default yeah. setting. Shave that off. Give me a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> change you, my you outfit. You had a choose
3: your own adventure if you wanted to kill uh, Gorin or not, and chop his head off, yeah. and you did.
2: He, right. he he started with the original flannel plaid armor. Had to change yep. that out. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, you, you, yeah, you go go into CTU and decide if you want to save people or not. Uh, then you end up. I mean, you, you go a long way to find the. You find the nuke. You interrogate Ali. Do you want to kill his son or not? Pff, we don't know. Right, which kills uh, me. Why the twenty four video right, game Nina was, a, Nina was so was a sub fucking boss. bad? It was, very was awful. It?
0: This twenty four video yeah, game was actually so bad. Why? Right. It could have been great. Yeah. Hey,
3: hey guys, yeah, you Nina, know we yeah, Nina go- is a sub boss. I'm. I'm sorry, Kush. I'm on a tangent now. No, no, My no. Bad. You're good. I'm just saying. So you dirty. know
2: we're all gonna play that game as the interstitial yeah. between seasons two and three because it takes <laughs> place between two and three. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I'm doing yeah. it. I'm doing it.
3: What's up? So yeah, yeah. Nina as the sub boss, top of the coral snakes right as like the invading like other boss that comes in uh then you got to deal with Kate Warren on a fucking escort mission uh oh god yeah this is bad and but now we're the next level and so what i said i mean what i'm wondering is this boss unknown right now is michelle dessler a sub boss mini boss here so or we meet the boss soon well Who knows? i think
2: we i think we do meet the boss pretty soon here it's it's coming up yeah so uh, we as jack kind of walks away to find the evidence he needs uh in support of David he we get we cut the commercial at 11:37 we come back it is 11:42 and um Michelle Dessler gets a secretive phone call from Jack Bauer basically says don't turn around um but i need your information about the recording and i need you to keep it between us and i need another source of information to confirm Ali's story and she says Well, just so happens that uh, there is a foreign intelligence officer who was probably also keeping tabs on Sally, who happens to be here in the building, but was also from one of the countries implicated in in, uh, the recording. Yusuf Ayuda, our... Britishish intelligence agency. <laughs> and um Jack asks why he's there, and Michelle says, Well, because there's an intelligence agreement between America and that country because he offered up the uh safe house where Cider Lee's recording was found, which again seems suspect. Yeah, how um, do they know that? How did
0: they know that, but not want to tell us beforehand? Right, exactly. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um
2: so Jack says, Okay, cool, I'll look him up. And um, as Jack is working at a computer to look up uh, Yusuf Ayuda, who do we see walk into CTU to in the background?
3: God it's damn it. I thought Kate. we were going to have an episode without any Warners. But no one told no. Kate
0: that, that he wasn't coming back? Or that he was coming back? No. This is this Charlie Wilson's who? War? No, this, wants is to
3: to, this is the talk. Nobody wants to talk uh, to Kate okay. Warner. Okay,
0: it's one of the uh, Da Vinci's. What are
3: you talking about? I'm not
2: what even gonna about? deign this with a nope. I'm not even gonna
0: <laughs> nope. But see, so the there's a starring role for Tom Hanks, and then a secondary role for Tom Hanks' hair in this one. It's
1: true.
3: There's so much intrigue, yo. These, These books secrets.
2: are shit. I can't correct, I, can't, correct. I, can't I read, I read, I
3: read though. the first two. Sorry, they're just so easy to read. It was like a game. Angels and Demons wasn't bad. Uh, the other one. The first one. I mean, bad. D Brown's books read real quick. They're not. They're they're easy to read to get through them. But then you realize, oh wait, but those were garbage. So I don't want. <laughs> yeah. Do the whoopsies. Next
2: one. Um. So. so yeah. So Kate walks in and she's shocked to see him alive. And then oh god, she no, says. She's there. <laughs> she says,
0: oh, I didn't think you were coming back. Like that's how you <laughs> greet a man you thought got blown up by a nuclear bomb. Oh, correct. so I'd be like, oh. I'd just be
2: like. So did the bomb kill what did you did you just let it kill everyone? Did you fight to Reno? What happened? Um but she's she's taken off by Agent Tom Baker, who's back again, uh to be debriefed, and she just says, Well, I'm glad you're okay. Uh and eventually I'll check up on my father. Um, and we get another tiny clock at eleven uh, forty four. And on Air Force One, we see Mike Novick uh, tell David Palmer that we have good news. Uh, General <laughs> Bowden has reduced the casualties assen- uh, assessment by uh, ten to twenty percent.
0: None of which things. is none of this is good news, Mike. Great. <laughs> um,
2: so. He says that, well, look, I can't stop playing the conversation between oh, with Jack Bauer in my head. I think we're moving too fast and we only have a few hours left on the clock. And Mike says some weird shit here. Mm-hmm. Like first he says, Well, your your ability to analyze a situation is your greatest asset, but also your greatest liability, which I don't necessarily understand
0: how that could be a a liability. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He's basically like, oh, the fact that you think about things before you just jump into them is
3: bad. Yeah. Just do it, bro. That's what Mike's messages. And so Mike, David is obviously
2: struggling with the fact that he might start a war (laughs) with the world on false information. And he asked Mike if he's really okay with doing that. And Mike at first says, "Yeah, we have proof," and then kind of hesitates once David says, like introduces some more doubt on the veracity of that proof. Mm-hmm. And then, so how do you guys, how do you guys feel about uh, Mike Novick right here?
0: Yeah, I can't tell if he's just like, just like your typical old white dude war hawk kind of guy, or if he's just. I mean he he seems to have David's, pol like his politics and his kind of like uh, his life in politics like that's the only thing he cares about which I guess makes sense for your chief of staff well he keeps going like it's weird like we
2: talked about this earlier when they were talking about when they discovered like the the back channels that Roger Stanton had into like CIA or NSA like data lines like sometimes he's so gung-ho about burning people to the ground Mm. and other times he's like he cautions restraint like He's such a weird mixture of, like, suggestions to David. I never actually know, like, if he's being genuine or just doing what the writers wanted to do. Maybe he's just one of those
0: people who always just goes opposite of whatever David's saying. Right. Right. Like, he's he just plays devil's advocate. He's like,
3: oh. He's just angry. Like, our current current mayor in this fine city that we're in was also the chief of staff for uh, President Obama. And he's a very angry man. It could be just like nah, fuck it, burn them all, <laughs> all the time. And the president like, calm down. That's so fair. So you want that? You want that guy who's always just like, no, oh, kill everyone. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, maybe we'll kill some of them. Okay, good compromise. Okay. There good we are. Couple. And well,
2: um, we cut back to CTU and we see uh, Agent Ayuda in the restroom washing his hands in the men's room, and then Jack walks in and discreetly checks the restroom for anyone else listening. And then he introduces himself to Ayuda, who wants nothing to do with him because he, for all he knows, Jack is just part of CTU and is just going to stonewall him and not share any information. And um, basically, he confirms, just like, whatever you guys found, I know it incriminates my country, so I don't really want to help you. And ask Jack, like, can you tell me anything about the situation so I can help you out?
0: Yeah, Jack's, no. Jack's like, nah, though I can't tell you anything, and you're just gonna have to help me out of the goodness of your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, like yeah, no,
2: though. <laughs> you're asking, like, Jack's like, Jack's just like, I'm not asking that much, and he just says, you're asking too much, <laughs> yeah. and he leaves the room, and then all of a sudden, Jack's phone rings,
0: mysterious call from mysterious stranger.
2: Yes, and my
0: favorite. Mm-hmm. Jack
2: answers and says, "Who is this?" And we hear, "Hello, Jack. This is the only person who can prove that Ali wasn't in Cyprus on April 5th because I placed that recording in his apartment. Mm-hmm. I kill. I killed Ali, so you'd
0: have to deal with me." <laughs> then he tells Jack he almost had to kill him too, but he but moved, out moved out of the way too fast. Yeah, it was like yeah. But then I wouldn't have been able to deal with you because I'd be dead. though.
2: No. Yeah. You, you would have gotten Tony, I guess. Mm. Um nothing. <laughs> but either way, so we... Curtis, mm-hmm. I will say this. You've been hoping for an en- enigmatic villain to counter Jack Bauer. And I will say this. This did not appear... We saw a silhouette in the car driving. So as, as they hang up, we see a coral snake tattoo on this man's forearm. Yeah. This did not mm-hmm. appear... To be Captain Jonathan Wallace.
3: It, it didn't, but you're. He seems like the villain we need because he said that he both. He planted the tape, he killed Ali, and was gonna kill Jack. He's bringing the pain. Mm hmm. Yeah. He's saying, I got you every step of the way, Jack. But what does Again. he
0: want, though? Uh, Goddamn. He wants I mean, he perpetual. Wants what war. I want.
3: Well, right now. <laughs> Right now, he wants him a Warner yeah. in an alley. Yeah, but why? Um, <laughs> now, if, if it's to kill a Warner, that's good. But if they are setting the show up, oh god, to tell me that that Kim Warner is some kind of mastermind, I'm gonna be sad. Though. <laughs> well, so for all,
2: so so what I'm guessing what's gonna happen? So he he requests that Jack bring Kate Warner, who is currently Kate being. Warner, sorry,
3: I said Kim Warner. I, that's yep. For oh, the answer, same we, man. we got it. it. Yeah, no.
2: Um, so he requests that Jack bring Kate Warner to a uh, a corner in Studio City within 30 minutes and CTU can't be involved, which wonder who's going to be involved. Um. And so what I'm guessing is that. So clearly, this conspiracy started way before Coral Snake was started with Roger Stanton. I think Coral Snake seems to be involved way ahead of Sayada Lee way ahead of Stanton's involvement in this plot. So Coral Snake had some some sniffers out in mm-hmm. the first place. Mm-hmm. I think Bob Warner and his company kind of touched on this Ill- illicit plot without knowing it, and there's some data that the Warners mm-hmm. have without any of them knowing, or the CIA knowing, that Kate has seen that Coral Snake now desperately wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm guessing. Um... So Jack says, "I need more time," but the man just hangs up. And we see his coral stink tattoo. We cut the commercial at 11:48. We come back. It's 11:53, and um, Kate, or sorry, no, Kim Bauer is in the in the bathroom at you know, the gas station, and she hang walks out
0: her bathroom be dizzy, Whatever. Yeah,
2: this is just the dumbest shit. So she walks out of the bathroom because she hears a ruckus outside. She walks past just a.
0: <laughs> literal fuck ton of diet Snapple in a liquor store. Okay, um, but why she's she's hiding in the bathroom and like trying to get her shit together. She knows she's wanted by the cops. There's a nuclear bomb that just went off and she hears a commotion and her first thought is like, I'm gonna wade my stupid ass into
3: this? Because she's Kim. He's fucking Kim. Yeah. What else is she gonna do?
0: Yep. Mind your business. And then, no, and fam. then, through the argument, the guy's freaking out. You know, he's yelling about his his pregnant wife, and they're trying to get away, and they're trying to go to the mountains. And Kim just says, "It's starting," just involuntarily. Well, like, okay,
2: yeah. So, Jesus so the Christ. guy's yelling at the door. And by the way, Kim has been in the bathroom for a full fifteen minutes,
0: right? And then she chooses this moment to come
2: out. Well, I'm just gonna say this is proof positive that people. Do in fact take dumps on this
0: show. <laughs> and and Kim has
2: ruined this
0: liquor store restaurant. Well that's because that's because fucking Johnny Drama has an outhouse because he lives off the grid. And she's like, well, I'm not gonna use that. Sure. There's cougars out here. She has ruined it. She's <laughs> wrecked it. She wrecked it. She's been thing. eating nothing but whatever canned food Johnny Drama has. So yeah,
2: Kim cryptically states that it's starting. Yeah. Which the guy is like, What are you talking about? <laughs> go on, what was that? <laughs> and so all of a sudden, the dude outside, who's named Garcia, throws a shopping cart through the door, shatters it, and then charges the liquor store owner Davies and grabs him by the throat. And then Kim pulls her gun and fires a warning wow. shot into the roof. And um, Garcia just stands up, lets go of, of the liquor store owner, and just slowly starts approaching Kim. And for the second time in three episodes,
0: what happens?
3: Kim is easily, easily like a small child. Disarmed. Yeah, he
0: doesn't even like move quickly or oh, like with any force. He it. just like slowly grabs the gun from her, well, and I'm just he like, just
2: walks right up to her, and she doesn't
0: step back. Yeah. She doesn't do anything to like pull the gun away. No, like it's just she just keeps saying like, back off, back off. I'm like, just shoot him, shoot him. Shoot him Shoot Shoot him God damn it Kim You're so fucking stupid That's my name. I will
3: say this I will say this y'all For a show in 2002 Very very um, You know Racially woke Because earlier uh, Kim shot the window Out of a white dude's car Who just opened Like he wanted to give her a ride (laughs) This Hispanic dude Is approaching her And she's like Nah I ain't gonna shoot Well Carter If
2: you you think that's impressive Wait till uh, Probably the end of season (laughs) 3 You're gonna love it Oh Uh, boy (laughs) So we get a tiny clock at 1156 and we see just wait Jack. till
0: the end of this. Season.
2: <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Shit. Uh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. You know, it is the season. I forgot. Um, so Jack calls Michelle Desler for, for her help. And,
0: uh, do you think he called she, Michelle she, just cause he knows that Tony's got a crush on her? I think so. Uh, now he's just kind of digging uh, the knife yeah. into Tony's dick. Um, so
2: Jack says, Ayuda might have some trust issues, but, um, I think there might be another way to prove that the, uh, the cypress audio was forged via Kate Warner. Mm-hmm. And I need your help. And as she's on the phone, like we again see Carrie staring at her. And then at the liquor store, um Kim is tending to the uh the liquor store owner while Garcia walks through and gathers supplies in a cart. And uh as he approaches the uh cash register, he stops and says, Okay, I'm ready to pay now. I told you I wasn't a criminal. <laughs> I just needed supplies for my wife from the liquor store from the from the
0: liquor store. It's also a grocery store, which is
3: yeah sure food and liquor bro
2: whatever but um just as he says this, we hear the cops approaching outside mm-hmm. and Davies the store owner rushes him and in the ensuing fight, Davies the owner gets shot in the tum tum and
3: Cops. With, the, with the stereotypical two man with two man, you know, tussle over a gun, mm-hmm. a shot goes off. Who's dead? We don't know who got shot, y'all? Who got shot? Who oh got
2: no. it? Oh, so it's him. <laughs> Kim tends to him while police officers, having not heard this shot, somehow just go to the guy's car and pull his pregnant wife out. And seeing this, Garcia decides to do what? Take him hostage. Yeah, god damn it! Courtesy called it. Guys, episode and a half. What
3: the? F- god damn it! Like how? How is she this bad at this? Uh, yeah, it's like Kim does is, it Kim follow only, her I think the average, or does she cause it? By the I end of show, the show, the I'm aver- of of I, violence. I want to average the time out that Kim's actually free from danger at the end of the show. I'm, mm. I'm sure it's like maybe one fifteenth of the time she's actually out of danger. Oh shit! That's actually That's,
0: <laughs> mm. yeah.
3: What
2: I I do want to know just for for uh, like recording's sake in in episode one the in like the or episode two I guess when she's hanging out with Rick and douche in the in the furniture store, mm-hmm. it's the preliminary to violence.
0: Is she safe? No, there she's in she, danger.
3: No, because she left the house. She left Jack's
0: presence. No, she's in danger no. because those guys are planning on kidnapping her so she's already
3: in danger she's just not right. aware of it yet so yeah. she but you know what here's kush kush i will give you episode one of this one because i thought her and the dad were doing it <laughs> but then okay. by, by ep 2 when the kid gets hurt she's in danger that's it so that
2: happens within i think that's episode i think that was minute 43 of episode one <laughs> Is it never mind head,
3: then? She's, yeah. she's in danger in episode one
2: then. Fuck so it, really anytime danger. she's out of Jack's protective halo, she's
0: yeah, she is, was, no fair. she wasn't in danger when she was in the car with the woman last episode. Are
3: you sure? Are you sure?
0: I think.
2: <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean even tech shit, even technically when she was like at the hospital with Megan and Miguel,
0: she was wanted by oh, the totes police. Danger. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, no, she Damn. was definitely in danger.
2: Well, hey, it gets none better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we get a tiny clock at 1158. Please take a drink. And we see at CTU, uh, agent Tom Baker is debriefing, uh, Kate Warner about, uh, when she was kidnapped by a As- Ali and killed her private investigator. And Kate just says, I don't know. I don't really know very much Arabic, but I got the, uh, impression that Said and and his associate knew each other really well because they hugged each other before Syed Ali went to the mosque to pray before the bomb went off. And then Michelle Dessler walks in and says, "Baker's needed, needed elsewhere, basically to put a
0: cover on a TPS report." <laughs> and it's a good uh, thing I caught it before I sent it off because you forgot so that. So she page. walks off. Yeah,
2: she walks off with him, and then as Kate just kind of sits there innocently, Jack walks in and says, "You got to come with me. You got to
0: come with me, Kate. It's important."
2: And so. Somehow, both Yusuf Ayuda and Carrie Turner see Jack pull Kate away, and both of them are very interested in it. Ayuda just turns around like a gopher uh, and <laughs> looks at him.
0: What does Carrie do? She gets on the phone. Well, who we too, who we find out later is Mr. Tony Almeida, who makes uh, just just a a series of errors.
2: Yeah, so we see on a split screen Tony speaking to Carrie. We see Kim struggling to save Davies the liquor store's life, uh, while Ramon is just crying and says, I didn't mean to shoot him. And then David Palmer
3: is well, reviewing... Well, he tried to choke him. Don't no, forget, we missed <laughs> yeah, the choke he was choking episode. him to death. He tried to choke him to death.
2: Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want but to kill Ramon him Garcia with a gun. I wanted to kill him with my bare hands. I wanted it to mean something. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Seconds later, we cut after the split screen, we see Jack with Kate, be, uh, Jack leading Kate down a hallway, and a CTU agent kind of stops him in the hallway and says, here are the keys, here's the, the parking space. So Jack again has some pull on the inside. Like, agents clearly respect him, and he moves away very quickly, and Jack runs down the hallway with Kate, and then all of a sudden a side
0: doorway opens up, and who pops out? I just wrote Oh Tony, please don't do this, friendo. <laughs> and then he kept he going. Be. He kept going. He kept saying, "Jack, he, I I he can't let to. you go." And I was like, "Tony, you're going to get you're going to get hurt, what's, buddy."
2: What's the one way to try to stop Jauer, Jack Bauer
0: from doing something? I mean, it's certainly not to confront him head-on by pulling well, a gun on him.
2: He, yeah, yeah, so man. Tony does that one. Mm-hmm. He pulls the gun on mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And yes. Jack at first is just like, "Tony, <laughs> You're not gonna shoot me. Come on. When what he meant was, Tony, you can't shoot me.
3: Come on. Yeah, I mean, like it, he, he, the face he gives Tony is, Tony, I'm gonna has this cape. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can stand there and point your gun. I'm gonna has I'm gonna have this happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Let's not pretend it, It's not gonna happen. But Tony, also, like I said, he's the same guy he was Ep one of season one you know, he's Jack, you don't follow the rules. You don't belong to be the head of CTU. I'm the man who should be in charge of CTU and right now he's he's feeling himself in his new director role.
0: I'm the nice guy. I've done everything I was supposed to do by the book. Cor- Why doesn't anyone like correct.
3: me? Correct.
0: But, um, and then
1: mm.
2: and then we'll Jack there. Bauer
0: <laughs> punches Tony
2: so hard <laughs> in the face that he breaks his ankle. I love
3: it. I love that he breaks his ankle. There was a crack. Yes, there was a definite face. crack. He gets punched in the face, and it's point five seconds later that Tony they Tony's ankle burning. I watched it on the replay. It's so great! It's kind of amazing.
2: He oh. just Jacks him nah. in the jaw. Tony falls. Jack, I think, grabs Tony's gun also, and then holsters it on his hip. Mm-hmm. And then he and Kate run away, and Tony just says, "Jack." And they leave the building as we cut to we cut to black at 11.59 and 59 seconds. Welcome to the midnight hour, my dudes. The witching hour. Bam,
3: bam, we made bam, it. Bam, we bam. did it. Bam, bam.
2: Yeah, so, bam, bam, bam. Curtis, what are you thinking right now? Wh- what happens next? Is Jack going <sighs> to just serve up Kate like a sacrificial lamb, please? <laughs>
3: That's what I want, Coach. I know. I get it. Gonna be a lot of war involved. I I just I don't know. And I I uh, what I what I Kate's gonna be end up being like some genius terrorist. I'm gonna be real sad because she's terrible as a person. So, um. So who do you think is a good
2: guy in this show right now?
3: Let's see. Uh, Sherry. Yeah, I said it. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tony. David. David. Mike. Tony. You think um, Mike's good? Yeah. Okay. Mike just wants to keep his job, dude. He doesn't care. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, General Hank. I'm just kidding. He's a bad guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you think the Joint Chiefs of the Staff no, is not no. involved with the military no, cabal? <laughs> real bad. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, hey! I was Jack Bauer. Probably a good guy. Probably. Um, yeah. Um, Up for debate though. Who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just <laughs> going to steal cake. I don't trust. I don't trust. I don't trust nobody else. Okay. Not nobody.
2: Interesting. They're when.
3: When and how
2: do you think Sherry Palmer are going to come back into this bad boy? Oh.
3: Lynn's going to fuck up. Okay. And Sherry's going to be there like a half an hour later to just tell David, see, I told you.
1: <laughs> I so, always
3: have your best interests at heart, David. And Dave's going like, to look, look at her and just say, where the fuck did you even come from? You're not supposed to be here. And she's going to say, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, well, here's so, Chris, I'm curious. So, David clearly having some hesitancy about going to World War III, weirdly enough. Yeah. Even Mike Novick seems to think it's inevitable and he kind of has to do it. Joint Chiefs, obviously pretty gung ho and optimistic about the casualty count for World War III, pretty low. Um, how do you think David's going to square – like, is that going to cause – is David's hesitancy going to cause any issues with
3: his – the rest of his administration? The team? Well, yeah. obviously some of them are a part of the cabal. Right. So, yeah, there's going to be somebody who says that – I think David's going to reach his five-hour mark and someone's going to say, let's go ahead. And he's going to say, let's hold off. And they're going to show it. Probably took the old hand a little bit, so we're going to find out who – is part of the cabal over who is actually part of the administration who wants to stop or you know follow David's orders with regards to defense. So we'll find out in the next two episodes, I think, who's on his side in his administration. Okay. So, and um, yeah. cool. Well, who do you who
2: do you think the
3: the coral snake guy that we saw in the car was? Um, it's I I really think it's the captain. I you think it's the him? badass we. Yeah. No, that's Colonel. Oh, not, you, not oh, Carl you think Sanders. it's Captain Jonathan Wallace? Okay. No, we don't I think, think it, it's, we don't we think met, it's Colonel we met, Sanders. We met, yeah, we, I don't, I don't know if we're going to meet Colonel Sanders. I think we're going to meet the dude who killed all the commandos in the, uh, on, in, in the airport. So hmm. I, I believe it's him. Hmm. All right. His, vo- I wanted to place his voice when I first heard it, but I, I kind of, I, I stopped myself from listening too hard. I his thought I had it for looked, a minute. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to listen. So I, I his, stopped. His silhouette looked unfamiliar, but... Yeah. It could be, But yeah. I, don't, I don't believe it's the colonel. I I, if, I, if I'm the leader of the coral snakes, I don't have a tattoo. <laughs> That's for y'all to do. I'm the boss. Yeah,
0: but how do you get to be the leader? You gotta come up through the ranks, you know?
3: Well, no, but, but he if he started coral snake, why does he have to have a tattoo?
0: Well, maybe he had the tattoo first, and then he started the coral nah, snakes based nah, on the tattoo. Man, he just nah, really man. likes it. If snakes. I'm the leader
3: of Cobra Kai... You have the Cobra tattoos, I'm just a boss. That's how that runs. Fair. Come on. Shmona. All right. I'm on fellas. Stop now.
0: Uh Michael, Curtis, any any big predictions for the next week or two? Tony's gonna be salty that he just got his uh, ankles broke. Like both
3: ends of my body hurt yeah. very badly. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. When a face punch results in your ankle getting broke, God mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, Curtis. Do you think CTU plays by streetball rules where ankle breaks you got to go sit down? <laughs> got to go leave. Sorry, um, got to come back later.
3: I mean, here's the thing. I know there's more seasons of the show, so part of me thinks that Tony's gonna end up at a desk somewhere with Jack in charge. So yeah, I think street ball rules apply. Interesting. Okay. Um, you know, at least it didn't tear it's Just an ankle. He'll be he'll be all right. You can recover from that. But no to problem. be punched, like to, for for them to ask director what happened, well. Jack struck me in the face, but <laughs> your ankles h- broken. But your ankles? That's the respect. The respect's gone. The rest of the team, oh, you you got your shit broke, son. You like, didn't tell us. You tried to hide it from us. That's the worst part. You punched. You got punched so hard in the head, your foot
2: broke. <laughs> how? How did you? How? How fragile are you? <laughs> A delicate flower, Tony. <laughs> tone zone. (laughs) All right, well, fellas, well, I think that'll do it for us this week on Longest Days of Our Lives. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Everyone, if you like this episode, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. You can find our full backlog there, pretty much, or at longestdaysofourlives.podbean.com. You can also find out more information on our sister show, Trends in Low Places, which Michael and I do uh, every week, occasionally, joined by Curtis and Uh, some other friends every once in a while where we just talk about dumb internet stories and uh, things that are going on in our lives and uh, if you want to send us a message whether for that show or for this, if you want to share a a fan theory what you think is going to happen in 24 or want to tell Curtis what uh, Tom Hanks movie he should watch next uh, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get. We love to hear from our fans. Uh, so please go ahead and shoot us an email. We uh, we would love to hear from you, and we will uh, will messi- me- mention you on air. And uh, Curtis, how else can people help us out?
3: Yeah, folks, if you want to help us out, please go ahead and subscribe to our show, uh Days uh, of Our Lives, or Trends and Low Places, on your podcast app of choice, whether that be iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, However you get podcasts on a daily or weekly basis, please use that subscribe to our shows. Um, when you do that, go ahead and rate um, and review or comment uh, on our shows. That way we move up the charts and continue to become a podcast juggernaut and bring this stuff to you guys for free. And maybe one day get a sponsor like a uh, beer or scotch. I'd love either
2: one mm. of those.
3: Right? Or Or, you know what? Chocolate. I'll chocolate.
0: Yeah. Can we get sponsored by, like, tacos? Mmm. There it
3: is. Taco. Pizza.
0: Mm. Tacos. Yeah, pizza.
3: You know? Just chips. A go-kart pizza, made pizza. out of pizza oh. with
0: pizza wheels. Shit, man, man I'd take
3: crackers. <laughs> oh. I can't. I can't. can't do it. It's too bland. Anyway. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> anyway. Uh... But that's the end of my spiel. Michael, how can the folks help us on the old social medias? You can find us
0: on uh, Twitter and Facebook at L L DualCast, L-D-O-O-L-Cast, or by searching for Longest Days of Our Lives. Um, And, you know, when you see us post about the show or uh, retweet something about the show, uh, if you could please give us a retweet um, or a like or a share or a follow or any one of those good things. you know, the that's how we kind of get the show out to other people is through word of mouth. Um, and we really appreciate everyone who shared it with their friends. Um, and uh, please continue to do that. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, gentlemen, we're running out of time.
1: Toodles. Ha <laughs> ha.